0: Hello again. It's been a while. My name is Brandon Eidson, and this is The Mind of B. You can just call me B, by the way. Um, I don't have a topic for this podcast. All I have is the need to um, release information, release what is inside of me. I've been spending the whole day taking it in, and... I've realized when I started my audio book on my commute back home that everything that was being said was kind of just bouncing off my brain um, does that ever happen to you? <laughs> it's like cannot take in any more data, brain overload um, yeah and you know it's it's weird because today at work I didn't have much to do so <clears throat> I was kind of creating my own my own entertainment um or or really just learning. That's my entertainment is, is learning, so I'm like constantly online, uh researching. Ah that researching is way too serious of a term to use. <laughs> Browsing and and uh, and ingesting information, um, lots of uh, social media speckled in there, and and the weird thing I think I think I've talked about social media before on here. The weird thing with social media is that it's like totally in control of your reward system. It's not just like informational. It's it's like. You know, there's a... There's a a relationship with it. Um, Especially whenever you're, like... You know, you're posting something. And then it gets a lot of activity uh, right after. And then, for me, I, like, catch myself... Getting back on to see who else has... Has liked my post or, or whatever. And it's like, why... Why do I do that? Why, Why do I have this, this need that isn't normally there? You know, It's not like I'm always looking to see who's, who's checking my stuff out. Um, it's just right after I post something, and it's like I, I post it with this energy of, oh, I'm just doing this because I want to express myself you know, that's all it is, like, oh, I haven't posted in a while, what's on, what is on What is my mind, you know, what is going on, and uh, so the intention is not to get attention, per se, it's simply just to, uh, just to release what's inside, kind of like I'm doing right now, um, <laughs> but like, once you start getting responses, and you start getting attention, then you, that kind of, skews your your perception of it after the fact to where you're like oh people people actually like what I've just put out there um and then you start to like crave more of that and so what I want to know is like what's the magic switch to turn that off because I don't see myself quitting social media like I I would like to take a long hiatus. I think that might be good for me, even if it's just 30 days. Um, but like along with that hiatus, I would also want to take a hiatus from society as a whole. I would I would like to um, go camp for 30 days, or or go travel to another place and just kind of like fully immerse myself into that culture. Or into that that city, you know. Just rely on, be on my own time and rely on uh, synchronicity, synchronicity to kind of like pull me around and 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 show me uh, just what's what's available out there. But for now, while I am working a full-time job, 40 hours a week, you know, I've got um, close to an hour commute home. It can be close to an hour commute there as well. Anyway, it's a lot of pre-scheduled time for the most part, and uh, for for me, it's like a, a lot of that time can be boring, you know. And so, what's the what's the what's the least boring thing um, besides like? doing what you love, which I can't do at my work. My my career and my passion do not align currently. Um, working on changing that. But... Um, shit, where was I going with that? Oh, while, <laughs> while I'm at work, what's the best thing to do? When, and you can't do what you love but to check in um, to see what's going on in the world, you know? Like, I, I have this have this drive, and I think everybody does now, since we, uh, are exposed to so much, uh, we, we have this drive to want to see what's going on in the world, what's going on outside of our immediate, um, space and time, you know, uh, and social media can be good for that for a while, but it, it can only it only goes so far you know the way that the algorithms work they they show you kind of like what's hot like what what's a a, a hot topic right now what's a trending topic kind of what what's most relevant and then after a certain point it just turns into pure monotony and but it, it's sprinkled with with valuable posts, just to keep you, just to keep you going, like, there's this experiment, um, I don't remember any names or, or dates or anything, but the concept was there's a mouse or a gerbil or a hamster or something like that in a cage, and it was given a, a lever push down, um, if, and then there was a few different control, subjects and like one of them was, you know, every time he pushed the leather the lever down a treat was given. Um, and that rodent really, you know, was very modest with how many times it, it pushed down the lever. It knew exactly what was gonna happen. You know, and then the other one was the lever didn't do anything. And so, you know, the hamster found out pretty quick that that lever was pretty much useless, so it just never never really paid it much attention anymore than, you know, a few tries. Um, but the, the exciting part is uh, a third rodent or a hamster, I'll just call it a hamster, um, was given a lever that was extremely inconsistent with the treats that it was given. So like one out of every 5 or or 4 or 7 tries would give a treat you know it was it was sprinkled amongst the 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 attempts and what happened was that hamster just like fucking went crazy on that lever it was just like just like waiting for that treat you know cuz just never knew whenever it was actually going to come and and it was always a, a huge serotonin dump, uh, the, a reward system. Whenever that treat would come, so it became an, an addictive, uh, an addictive behavior. And the reason why scientists use mice or, or or hamsters or any other kind of rodent on these experiments is that like. We kind of share a, a similar mechanism, you know. We, we share similar mechanisms with a lot of animals, but especially mice and, you know, like, you know, behavior and, and stuff like that. Uh, so I, I feel the same way. Like, I, I become aware of it after a certain amount of time. Like, but instead of, like, hitting the lever a bunch of times, we're scrolling with our thumb. Just like incessantly, just waiting for that next bit of of juicy, you know, whether it be gossip or or uh, you know something that's exhilarating or funny or cute or uh, or interesting and intriguing or triggering, you know, in some sort of way. Like we're just just in constant need of that. That's if you have. A social media addiction um, like I'm really beginning to notice that I have and i and I don't know if if me proclaiming that is making it worse or not, I feel like it is though because um, it's definitely not getting getting better i can I can choose every once in a while to take a break you know i'll I'll take a break for the whole working hours and then you know maybe touch it for. 20 minutes or so after the fact and, and stuff, so and, and I noticed that those days are actually better <laughs> my mind's more clear, my energy is consistent and, and creative and I'm, I have more uh, more space allocated in my brain to, to think about things that would actually serve me in that moment and have ideas for um, things that I want to do Either at work or outside of work, you know, um, usually outside of work. <laughs> so, I think it, at some point I will take a break. I think I will take like a month off and just see what happens, you know. Um, but that doesn't mean that I won't be doing anything because what that'll correlate to is, is creating. creating content, you know. Um, I have a YouTube channel. I am about to go hardcore on that thing. Um, I've been building my live looping rig at the house. It's getting very exciting. Uh, I'm getting to the point to where there's uh, a lot more freedom than I thought I'd ever be able to have with a a rig, with a looping rig, you know? The thing with looping, and I know I'm taking a completely different direction, but that's okay, Uh, the thing with looping is that, you know, there has to be some consistency in the rhythm, at least... Like you can't just change rhythms in the middle of a, of a looping performance. Um, so you're you're kind of bound to like keeping a, a straight vibe for the most part. But I, I've found a way to to mitigate that um, at least a little bit. yeah. Sorry, I'm looking at this dude. There's this guy in a, in a Lambo beside me, and he's got the top down, he's got his hat backwards, and he's texting while driving. I'm just curious as to how he got there. <laughs> like, did he? is he a Bitcoin millionaire, or what? Because he, he's like, he's definitely younger than I am. I can tell. I'm 27. So to be like 25 and have a Lambo is a pretty peculiar um, alignment of attributes to be operating with in this game. (laughs) I think that's one of the coolest ways to think about life is that it's a game because it is, you know, to a certain extent. It's a game that, you know, you, you can accrue points. Um, there's lots of different um, side missions that you can go on, but ultimately everybody has their their main mission or their main story, you know. <clears throat> But in a game, you don't really, you don't really know what's gonna happen along that story. I mean, unless you like read about it. But like, there's not really a um, a site where you can go read cheat codes for your life or whatever. Um, <laughs> but you you know whenever you're on the main course because of how um, how those scenarios and those situations are, and how big the prize is. Uh, think of like an RPG. You know, you're you're going around, and like each after each main mission uh, or part of the story. It it just gets like the the growth gets exponential, and you start you know, you're like pushed to your limits to a certain point, or maybe that's the part where, um, you know, you fail and you have to go back and try again, um, you know, when you, when you fail in this life, there's, hopefully you don't, uh, you know, you don't, you don't lose your life because there's no there's no one-ups here, at least as far as I as I know there is a theory that every time you you know, die in one version of reality then you just like, wake up in in the next like, parallel reality I feel like that's happened a few times (laughs) there's been a lot of close calls maybe that's just the nature of living in this like chaotic time just close call after close call um where it's like wow I was super lucky just then um cool (laughs) but like what if what if I wasn't lucky and I just like shifted to the next to the next universe to the next reality like, oh, well, you've got so many chances left. (laughs) But there's no, like, digital readout, you know? (laughs) You just kind of, like, you just go until you can't anymore. I don't know. That can get pretty dark pretty quick. (laughs) But let's just assume that this life is a game. Let's assume that we do have uh, the highest mission. a main goal or a main plan for our life for our experience here Um, and you know sometimes you do have to take those like side steps in order to gain the experience or the knowledge or the wealth or whatever it is that you need for that next step and you know it can be like it can be kind of monotonous at times and that's the way I feel like where I'm at right now, like I know that I'm growing, I know that I'm learning and I know that I'm like accruing uh, abundance as needed, whether it be like financially or materially. Uh and you know, I'm growing in uh emotional excuse me, I had a bird. I'm growing emotionally as well. Um and that's I attribute that to my financial abundance because um, with the current coaching that I'm going through the current practice uh, you, you, know, you do need um, a set amount of, of financial abundance just to just to invest in you know? so I'm super grateful that I have that so that I can invest in it and that what I'm investing in is helping um, the thing about coaching, if you invest in coaching, you have to be coachable, and I, I didn't hear this term until like there was this one guy that I talked to, and he was like, "I need to make sure you're coachable," and to be coach- coachable means that like you have to be able to like motivate yourself to do what it is that your coach is giving you, you know, you can pay for shit, and it can sit on your, on your phone, or your your computer, or whatever, and you can just never use it, and then that would just be a waste, or you can pay for, for, uh, you know, someone's time, that's the biggest investment, is, like, someone's personal time to, like, talk with you. Help you through life, and with whatever work that they're offering. And if you're not doing the work in between the times you talk, then the times you talk is time wasted. And for someone who's doing well and has a full schedule, you know they need somebody who um, is actually going to do the work, so that they can help you progress, and it's it's a progression for them too. anyway coaching you can you can invest in coaching to gain your skills in this game as well um but you know you realize at a certain point that yeah this is great I'm, I'm accruing these things I'm accruing this wealth I'm learning uh, I'm learning a lot but the the main mission is still to be, uh, is... Sorry about it. Traffic slowed down. I am driving, so this is already a multitasking situation. Um, the main mission still has to be accomplished. And you can only stay on one of those side routes for so long before you inevitably run into the main mission again, or you decide, okay, I'm ready for the big stuff, and that's the way I am beginning to feel more and more as days go by, is that, okay, I'm almost there, I'm almost ready for the big thing. And I don't know exactly what it looks like, but I have a vision. I, I have a vision for you know, what I want to be doing, what I want to be doing with, with my time, you know? and, and who I want to be um, interacting with, uh, where I want to go, and that's a lot right there and I, I see it as being possible, um, but it's on the other side of a of a big leap and what that that leap is is just big change. You know. And it's it's the change that is scary, really. It's not it's not fear of failure. It's not fear of success. You know, you, you look into both you look into both of those and fear of failure is like, okay, like what is failure? Is it going broke and then moving back in with your parents? You know, like what? In the grand scheme of things, that's really just like you're you're going you're going back a couple of steps uh, in terms of your your freedom. Um, And that's not like... That's not like you're losing your life. You're just... You know, okay, well... (laughs) Back to... Back to zero. Back to, you know... Minimal life. Um, And if you have family... That's willing to take you in... Then... That even... That shouldn't even be a fear, you know? Um, But... Fear of success isn't really a thing. I actually just watched this on a video, um, a video on NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, um, by NLP Jim, NLP Jim. Um, and he was saying that fear of success really doesn't exist. It's kind of a buzzword that's being thrown around lately. Um, all that really means is like fear of change, fear of change of your lifestyle, fear of change of your comfortability, fear of change, of your, um, you know, your habits, and, and all that, you know, when, when you, so for me, in, in my, in my position, the big change would be quitting my job, and then just doing music, like, just, that's all I'm doing is, is writing and producing and playing, and everything involved with that networking, reaching out, making videos, um, everything possible that that I wanted, that I've been wanting to do. You know that that I think about all eight hours that I'm at my job. You know, um, and what's scary for me about that is that the the current amount of effort that I've put in thus far hasn't hasn't given me any financial return or support, and I do recognize it as a lack of effort, not a lack of talent. Um, and attached to that lack of effort uh, is has been a lack of energy, and I've blamed my job for that lack of energy, when really that's just me. that's the story that I've been living in around and in my job. Um, you guys <laughs> uh, that has that I've let drain my energy that I've let drain my focus and my creativity, but it's it's not the, the external situation itself so. Um, but I do believe in faith. I, I do believe in in having faith, and that, like, um, you know, I, you can you can only calculate so much. Like your mind is made to solve problems. Sometimes it creates problems of its own to solve. Uh, and if you if you have saved up if you if you have the privilege and the opportunity opportunity to save to have a little cushion then you know that makes it less scary but at the same time when you're if you're living in a place like Austin like I am where rent is you know at least twice as much as it is Oh, it's more than twice as much as my, my hometown uh, in Arkansas. Uh, you know, you do the math, and, like, it's like, shit, how, how long will this really last if I'm, if I'm trying to live this lifestyle at the same time as, you know, getting, getting my career off the ground? So, that's the biggest fear for me. Um... I'd love for for you whoever's whoever ends up listening to this to look into you know if you if you have something that you're passionate about and you have something that you know you see being your life what is the fear around you doing it you know I'm starting to get deeper and deeper into what it is that I've been holding on to or that I've been um, allowing to hold myself back, and um, it's it's really opening my eyes to really the, the limiting beliefs and the stories that I've been living in my whole life and had no idea, and now it's just all so obvious. Now it's just sitting right in front of me, and it's like, oh well, you you backed out of this because of this belief, or you didn't um, approach. This person because of this belief, and blah 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 blah, and here you are. This is where you've gotten running the the stories in your in your head and you know, in order to get to that that positive story, the story that you want your life to tell, then you've gotta drop the old ones. you've gotta drop the 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 ones that have been created in fear. So, if you feel like reaching out, tell me what your biggest fear is. Mine is going broke before getting off the ground. That's really all there is. I know that I can handle rejection. I know that I can handle failure. I know that I can handle, well, failure, um, you know, situationally. I know that I can handle adversity, um, and but going broke is like my biggest fear, you know. I and and it's faith that I've got to lean on to not let that become reality when I do take that leap. So, but that's it for me tonight. Uh, Thank you for listening. I'm going to go inside and do what I've been wanting to do all day, which is music and, you know, stuff like that. So until next time, the mind of B. Check in whenever it may be that I decide to talk again. And I will see you later. Bye-bye.